Hi, I'm Lucas Mack. I'm a former TV reporter, a published author, TEDx speaker, musician, advertising agency owner, and management consultant. I'm also a former Christian preacher who dedicated 15 years of my life searching for truth and love. I've done a lot of work to heal, and I'm on a mission to see the hurting get healed and the healed go out and heal others in order for all of us to experience the true love and light we desire. This podcast is me sharing my journey with you so you don't feel alone in your journey. Welcome to the Golden Rule Revolution. Welcome back, brothers and sisters, to another episode of the Golden Rule Revolution. Guys, the time is coming very soon where the window to choose love and light will close. The Bible talks about there comes a time where many, many people's love waxes cold and all these different prophecies of all spiritual paths and religions talk about the time that is coming. And You've heard me talk about 5D. You've had, you've, I have had Champ on from the Great Awakening map. And I've had so many people attack me from that, which is fine. <laughs> it doesn't matter really opinions at this point. What matters is, are you choosing love and light? Love and light, the universal truth that where love is present, truth will come forth, resulting in a personal freedom that where there is light, there is no darkness. Where there is darkness, there is an absence of light. Where there is fear, there is an absence of love. Perfect love casts out all fear. God is light and in him there is no darkness at all. God is love. It's time that we wake up to what is happening right now. It's not about standing against something else. It's about standing for something. And that for something must be a love and healing for all humanity, a love to receive the love of God, my brothers and sisters, to receive love. Let love wash over you. There's so many people that are hung up on Donald Trump. Let it go. Receive love. Do the inner work. Heal heal, heal. Today, I'm really excited to bring Reverend Tracy Clark. This was an unexpectedly beautiful and powerful episode. I got choked up. I mean, it was just tremendously beautiful. And I'm really excited to bring this light worker, this light warrior, and this beautiful soul to all of you. You do. I am so... I, I mean, it is the most wild time. I, even, um, even the book of Revelation. So, yep. I, uh, I mean, I love the Bible. I, I love it. I'm with you. I, I was quoting it today. Yep. I, I'm a King James Bible guy. I love the framework of it. Um, and yet, earlier... Last week, I started seeing like about St. Germain and I'm like, who's St. Germain? Like, so I started doing all this research on St. Germain and I'm like, okay, this is, this is getting, there's so many wild, like fractals of rabbit holes and, and tunnels and all these connections. And, and then, um, 
I watched this one gal say, you know, St. Germain's the great deception of this and that. And, and really, here's what I've, here's what I, here's where I, I get grounded. I don't care what anyone's against. I only care about what people are for. That is it. That is it. It's like, what are we for? What are you for? Stop talking. You know, the I left Christianity because it's always against. It's fear-based, you know, hedging, you know, this and that against. Stop. Yeah. Just, what are you for? Are you for love and light? Great. Then where you have fear, you are lacking love and light. And be real. Be honest. Be grounded. Yeah. Don't pretend. Because that's where disassociation. I grew up in a house where... We were gaslit, disassociation, abuse in it. And it led to talking about butterflies and, and I mean, it leads to craziness. Yeah. Well, you know what it also does is it leads to a way of escaping reality. Hmm. And so a lot of these other paradigms have become just excuses to not look at the systems and the paradigms. So I always say, similar to you, I always say, what BS system are you working with? And they go, what? And I'm like, well, you can actually have the BS system where you're feeding yourself a lot of BS and you believe that and it's working against you. Yes. Or you have a belief system like what you say that's working for you, which means you get real, it sucks, you got to go through the pain. Yes. I, I'm right there with you. I with the trauma and we have to, but to come out of it, you got to look at it and the people that don't want to look at it, which is even what's going on in the world, they cover it up. And it's like the people, you know, you meet them and you're like, how's your day today? You can see it's a bad day or, you know, mm -hmm. Oh, it's really good. Everything's lovely. And you're like, yeah, why don't you tell me the truth? Because I can help you. Right. And when we start communicating like that, you can help each other. And I love what you say. Cause it is, what are you for? Are you for loving people, understanding each other? We're never going to agree on everything. That's not supposed to be the way it is. There's the, okay. I'm so glad you're saying this because I think the greatest deception is agreement on belief. There is no such thing there. You could put, first of all, there's no way we could map out even if it was possible, maybe the billions of beliefs that we have of certain things, you know, that from the minute details of this is white and this is black. I mean, okay. But if we mapped out everything, there's not a human being. Well, wait a minute Earth. there. Is it white and black? Because you were told it was white and black. <laughs> no, no, exactly. That my, exactly my point is I'm saying that there's no person on planet Earth with the exact same belief as, the, as another person. So the greatest lie is to say, oh, a few things that we talk about, okay, we're in alignment and I feel safe around you versus being in our own power, being in our own strength and saying, regardless of if you agree or disagree, I I'm in alignment with myself. And I had this dream. Um, I've never dreamed growing up. I, I had nightmare. I had recurring nightmares. I, I had um, terrible, scary, recurring nightmares. But then this past like six, seven months, I started having really incredible, deep, profound dreams. And I had this dream about three months ago where I'm talking to my, I'm in a conversation with myself and it was, I don't care if every person on the planet hates me. If I'm true to myself, 
That's all that matters. And when I woke up that morning, I was like, that's freedom. That is freedom. And I can relate to what you're saying because when I gave up the pleasing and moving around, I said, I have to, when I get out of bed today, am I loving what am I doing? Hmm. Is it my truth? Because even when we say we're going to quit, you know, we go, we have a moment. I quit. That person <laughs> pissed me off. And then the next minute you're like, okay, that was a brief moment. That was a breakdown. I'm on my purpose. I love what I do. That's right. But you are true to yourself. But being true to yourself also is exactly that. People are going to try to get you to not be true to yourself because it triggers them, right? So you can face that's pain, that's resistance. But when you wake up in the morning, then that's what I would say. When I go to bed, I'm like, thank you, God. Was I true to myself? Did I serve the way I knew I was to serve today? And am I okay with how everything went? Is there anything I need to look at? Like I do, I scan my day. Is there anything that I maybe could have done a little better or I could learn from? And then I go to bed. And then I get up and I'm happy to get up because I'm like, thank you, God, I'm here to serve today. What's Mm -hmm. happening? And that's for me, true to myself, your way finding. And I'm okay with that. But there's other people that are like, no, Trace, you know, why wouldn't you agree with this? And I said, I don't have to agree with you to love you. Right. That is it. That is it. That's the greatest truth. We do not need to agree for me to love. The people that need agreement don't love. That is the, the, here's the dichotomy of the people that need agreement actually do not have love in their hearts. And it's not an indictment to them. It's the show where they're lacking love. It's lacking love. And it's usually they've aligned the energy of power. Power? Did you say? Power. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of times what happens is, there's an energy of needing control and power. So if you can't agree to disagree and be in love, then they, the, the body starts to feel like there's something wrong now. You're not agreeing with me. Maybe I'm wrong. And it goes within. And then it's like, well, maybe I'm wrong because they're not agreeing rather than we just see things differently. And that's okay. I can still love you. That's all right. Right. It's like when someone does a boundary, you know, when you meet the people and they're like, well, you have to do it this way because I'm in my boundary. I'm setting my boundaries. I'm like, that's not love. That's aggression. Yes. Rather than, you know what? I don't know if that really, if I agree with that. And that's okay. That doesn't really resonate for me. Can we agree to disagree on this? Or do I need to make another choice? Hmm. Now you set a loving boundary. Yes. Yes. You're not fighting with the person. (laughs) I'm so glad we're talking. This is... Just I looking know. at you is like, oh, there you are. I've seen, you know, it's like you see Instagram posts or you see videos. It's like, oh, here you are. We're talking right now. This is so beautiful. Um, I, I have been attacked pretty aggressively by Christians um, the past, I would say, six months. Six months to six to eight months. Mm-hmm. And I love them. And I love God. I I did a podcast episode, Why I Left Christianity to Find the Love of God. And what I came to the conclusion of is I don't care if God sends me to hell. I love him and I will serve him. And I will, like, I am not trying to make a deal. There's no deal. It's just, I love God and I love people. And fear fear-based narrative 
leads to control, leads to what you're saying, power, leads to all these things, you know? And just turn. And, and love covers a multitude of sins. I love, it, perfect love casts out fear. Like all these things yeah. are not to look at another and to change another. It's to, these teachings are to look within and say, where am I lacking love? Where am I lacking? And you said something that made me think is the only way out is through. Mm-hmm. Not the only way out is divert or disassociate or la la land or, or hide. Or, yeah. Or hide or hunter. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I saw this talk about Q. I saw these pastors now are coming out against Q as a cult. And he read Merriam-Webster's dictionary of defining a cult. And I said, well, then based on that definition, Christianity is a cult. Based on that definition, you literally teaching and getting people to affirm your teaching is a cult. If everything is a cult, then then here, if an EMP got detonated on the earth, all around the earth and all media went away all apps went away all phones went away all electricity went away everything thank god <laughs> that would be wild. we are just left with us stargazing again us looking up and realizing whoa what am i part of this greater fabric of being we are we are basing our belief structure our religious structure our political structures our socioeconomic structures all structures all this house of cards built on a grid that is not everlasting well it's not everlasting and it's not serving it serves a few and it's Mm -hmm. why it has to be destroyed and i actually i want to say i became a non-denominational reverend and people that. ask me why. Yeah, so you'll see it's like Reverend. People call me Reverend T and it's weird. Even I hear it. I'm like, oh, I don't know if I like it. But the reason I did was the same reason what you just said. Mm. I, like you, had gone through so much trauma that I was pretty much an atheist. And then when I found my way back to God and I love God and I, I love a lot of, like I work with the Christ energy. Author. I love all of, there's so many teachings I love. Yes. I don't like the structure of it. Like you say, cult. Yes. I had to study what a cult was to go through this. Cause I'm like, cause our thing is just love people. Right. That's yes. the, the model. Yes. yes. And I like you, what you said. So I was sharing with some people in the Christian space of how God led me back to God. Hmm. They won't talk to me anymore because it's like, well, no, you didn't fall this or on this or I'm like, wait a minute. I was an atheist. I was on my deathbed after three near-death experiences and God led me a different way back to God, which I love every morning. So grateful for God. Yes. You're telling me that's not God because I didn't follow your rules and regulations. So now I'm not allowed to be your friend. Yes. There's something wrong with this. And that is a cult. It is because it's like (laughs) God gives us these beautiful vessels to make choices every day to love. Yes choices and choices isn't i can't be your friend because you don't agree with me like we said before so you're right we get attacked but i'm like okay that's enemy spirit attacking yes. because there's no punishment or judgment because there isn't that in god and i can tell you after having three near-death experiences the other side is beautiful there's not punishment and there's not i didn't want to come back hmm. so it was so loving and so and then people say to me how do you forgive those perpetrators how did you forgive the person that puts a gun to your head is said because mm. when you actually understand love and forgiveness mm. you, all these rules and regulations that's not god right 
That's right. But it's, that's why you get attacked and that's why I get attacked. And I've I, been there with you. I'm so glad we're talking right now. I want to say to, to my Christian brothers and sisters out there, when you quote the, the verse that even Satan transfigures into an angel of light, that there will be a great deceiving and a falling away in the last days. I will also tell you that it says that even my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge and knowledge shall increase in the last days. So perhaps it is actually the opposite. What we are, the great deceiving, when Jesus, when they ask him, what is the great commandment? What is the greatest commandment? Showdown, us versus you. What is it? And he says, listen, listen, open your ears, hear. Yeah. Hero is real, hear. But can I ask you something? Yes, lay it on me. When did Jesus belong to an exclusive club? Never, never, never. Exactly. Never. So why, why is it like, why do I, why can't I love Jesus unless I'm in the club? Yeah, it's. Something's wrong there. Listen, you, you said it well, yes. listen. Yes, that's right. You can't be controlled. You didn't belong to a club. You didn't even belong to an organization. Right. He was like anti-government. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. He, he was... didn't care what color your skin was. He didn't care where you came from. He was like. How can I serve you? You need healing. You need yes. love. Yes. Yes. Okay. That's now he's in love. To love, love is love. <laughs> we, I got love, chills. I, I would say chills. what love loves, love loves love. Yeah. So let's love what love loves instead of hedging against what love loves, which is fear, control, anger, worry, stress, all the things that don't serve our greatest good and the greater good of humanity. Yeah, because that also, what does it do? It makes you fall into rituals and do things you normally wouldn't do if you're in fear, which goes against the principles too with love, which is you always have choice. Choice to, to do, to speak, to be free, to communicate, to go through. And when that's all taken away, you're not in love. You're not, you're not in God energy. You're in, mm. uh, whether people want to call it dark, demonic, I don't care. You're just yeah. in a not God love energy. You're not yeah. in that anymore. Yeah. And the world right now, this is the why the mass awakening is saying people. Yes. yes. Quit falling into this distraction energy created by a negative energy to keep you distracted and pitting against each other. And if you woke up and said, I'm not going to play. That's it. Quickly. They would go away. That's right. I choose not to play this game. That's yeah. what I saw that, um, a couple of weeks ago. Um, that this entire thing's a game. Like you and I yeah. are players in a game. You're playing your game. I'm playing my game. And we are right now we're playing a game together on this podcast. Yes. And, and, <laughs> Other players are archetypes, archetypes in our lives. Like they're, and I can see all my, these friends that I have and I see similarities of people and I'm like, oh, there, there are these archetypes that come into my life. Yeah. And then the rule creators say, like, for instance, I have three children. We play Candyland a lot. It's fun. They're young. Oh, I like Candyland. I used to play fun, that. Such a fun <laughs> game, right? And my I cute saw, girl. I, it's we're never too old. <laughs> Tell them I know I old. still play with them, but we still play games. They're in their twenties, so oh, you know I get the little ones. <laughs> and I I learned in this meditation that 
the rule creators will say, if you pull purple, you have to land on purple. And it is our job to wake up and say, actually, I changed the rules that when I pull purple, I actually don't land on purple. I can land anywhere else. And what's happening is people are going from point A, their beginning of life. They're supposed to go to the end, but so many people are falling off. They hit that one step and it shoots them down to the bottom or they get distracted. And this is what I'm seeing that you're right. When we choose not to play the game, the players go away. Yeah. I say, what are you choosing today? Because we look at that every second of every day. We choose something else. We choose to sit in anger. We choose to sit in misery. I had, I had a client say to me the other day, he said, Tracy, he had, he had some stuff that came out. And I'm like, what's your biggest issue? He goes, those people took the joy out of my thunder all the time. Every time I have the break, they take it away. And I said, oh, well, that's interesting. He's like, what do you mean? I said, well, so you're allowing them to take it away. And he had the light bulb moment. I said, you're allowing them to change your mood because they're jealous or envious or whatever, rather than saying, you can feel that way. I'm going to go celebrate today. And it was a light bulb moment. And it was so prevalent to what's going on right now because every day you can choose to get caught up in the media. You can, get choose, you can choose to get caught up in the lies. You can choose it. Or you can say, you guys play there. Like I told him, I'm going to come out. I'm actually going to choose to have a good day. And I know I'm in Canada. You're in the States. I went to the bank the other day and I'm like, hello, how are you? And they're like, why are you so happy? I'm like, because I'm happy every day. And they're like, do you not know what's going on in the world? And I'm like, yeah, I actually have a daughter stranded right now in the DR. I can't get her home. They're like, and you're happy? And I'm like, yeah, because I'm choosing to do the best thing I can right now until I can get her home and to choose something different. I could sit in misery, but what's that going to do for any of us? That's right. That's right. That's right. And they went, what? They looked at me like I had five heads, but they're like, okay, I'll just be miserable. I'm like, okay, that's your choice. That's your choice then. That is in the law of free will. This is what I've, this is what I've learned. And I'm really wrestling with biblical practical yeah. spiritual all these paths right now and people's yeah. and opinions because first of all I, I was a preacher for 15 years and really a verbal assassin when it came to scripture I, I, I would just and I praise you I said that the other day oh, these mm. people I said I've read that bible but mm. these people that can remember every little scripture mm. oh I commend you well, <laughs> I have to go it up. <laughs> I, it, I, I was telling a buddy last night, I, I never missed a day. Re, I read it seven times, cover to cover in 14 years. I never missed a day. It didn't matter if I even was drunk or buzzed. Not, not drunk, but I mean, if I had too much, I was hanging out with buddies and I went to bed at yeah. like two in the morning, I would still read it. Before I went to bed, I had never missed a morning or night of praying on my knees. I, I fasted from Sunday night to Tuesday morning for five years. Never even when I was a TV reporter and I was exhausted, like I was kind of cloudy on Mondays and the videographers that my photogs knew like, Hey, they need to help me on Mondays. Cause that's my day of fasting. And I would yeah. go pray for two hours in the field because this preacher Leonard Ravenhill, who I actually really like a lot of his stuff. He said, no man is greater than his prayer life. A man who doesn't pray strays, a man who doesn't pray plays. And I'm like, okay, I got to go pray. So I would go out, but you know what my prayers were? 
God, kill me, kill the flesh. I, I am wicked. Like rip the roots of sin out of my heart. Rip the, kill the pride, the rebellion, the lust, perversion, deceitfulness, lies, anger, worry, anxiety, stress, foolishness, laziness, neediness. Well, you're the people I have to teach how to pray differently. <laughs> oh, I mean, I was like, I, I, I thought uh, I was yeah. just the ethereal clothing to the Holy Spirit and I wasn't myself, then that would be enlightenment. But that is self-hatred to the highest yeah. degree. I literally hated myself because of the trauma, the sexual abuse, the beatings, the this and that. And then I tried to perfect myself through continuing the abuse. See, yeah. what is this? Punisher. Supreme punisher. Yeah. And I woke up and I'm, I'm and sorry, I mean, not sorry, but I'm talking a lot. Just hang with me for a second. I went on this um, retreat with uh, some Christian pastors and, and, and guys that they were mentoring. And I got invited to this thing and I hadn't hung out with Christians in a while. And I'm like, okay, I'll go. And I'm like, why am I there? And um, I had an actually incredible experience that we're, they were singing this um, old hymn. We're on this dock in the San Juan islands on the water. It was beautiful. And this guy's playing uh, the song um, in the morning, when I rise in the morning, when I rise in the morning, when I rise, give me Jesus, give me Jesus. And while he's singing it and I'm sitting there, I saw the person who abused me right in front of my eyes and came to hit me and out of his hand flew the face of Jesus. And I was like, my first thought was, I don't know what Jesus looks like. And all of a sudden I heard, I was given Jesus through those beatings. Like I have always loved God. I would disassociate. I could fly out of my body in a, heartbeat we could be talking and i've like come back in 10 minutes like oh you know i apparently you're apparently i was still engaging with you but i wasn't with us you know i was out and that night i went to bed and i woke up in the four in the morning like this like a lake has an inlet and an outlet a lake has an inlet and an outlet so i look it up does the lake have an inlet and an outlet every lake has an inlet and most lakes have outlets or the water evaporates so water leaves so there's always fresh water I'm like, God is a consuming fire. It says in Hebrews, and we know our God is consuming fire. God is light, and in him there's no darkness at all. Now I'm like, wait a minute. Is the lake of fire God bringing everyone back to himself? Yeah. In love to purify is coming back. It's not vengeance and anger. It's purifying and loving. And I'm like, okay, I know I'm going to be told this is the most sacrilegious Mm -hmm. Antichrist narrative. However, a lake has an inlet and an outlet. Yeah. God is love. God all, is love. All love. And you know what? It's interesting because we've, one of the ways that there's been separation and division through that as well is people do start saying, well, okay, I'm Christian or I'm, Catholic or I'm this or I'm that or I'm this right. and it creates division right. based on a set of rules that somebody wants to keep perpetuating. And like you said, when we go through the traumas, I thank God every day for my traumas mm. and people are like, why? I said, I say, thank you God mm. for all those traumas mm. because I would not be where I am today. And people will hear things like, how? I said, I would not be where I am today. 
it was perfect. As much as I was trying to say to myself, they're an asshole and how them, and I'm a victim and I'm a martyr and we all go through that. And I'm like, God, like you, I, you know, I'm like, you don't believe in anything because I'm like, you're leaving me here to die. Meanwhile, God was saying, wake up, do something different so I can open a new door, quit dividing, quit separating and look at all these challenges we're here so you could go out and be able to help other people going through the challenges. And I'm like, thank you, God, for the challenges. Meanwhile, you're sitting there giving yourselves a hundred lashes yes. going, I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy. But it's like, God made us, we're all perfect children of God, everyone on the planet. Yes. So yes. some souls get kicked out and other things come in. But most of us, we're just all perfect children of God yes. going through the experiences to help and serve other humans to come to love and people are so busy beating up because the churches also teach you to beat those up and you're bad and you're shameful because this happened to you. No, I'm not a bad person because it happened to me, but it woke me up and brings me closer to God to forgive because that person now, rather than saying they're a bad person, we go, wow, I can, I had this breakthrough. I want to share it with you. Mm. Um, Maybe the listeners will get this. So I got viciously attacked over the last couple months. Mm. Somebody in my community viciously attacked, went to a real dark place, and that's okay. I'm like, that's all right. And when we rise, I have a saying, new devil, new level. I knew we're coming to a new level. And I'm like, thank you, God. I get it. I see it. My, was I mad the first day? Sure. Like I was reading this. I'm like, Oh my God, this is like, who says this? Like you, this person of anyone I've, I totally floored me, but it can happen in different ways. Mm. So was I mad for a week? Sure. Did I go out to our acreage and we're renovating? So I had the, I was the best sledgehammer that day. I got those walls <laughs> ripped down. I'm like, wah, wah. you know, I had my temper tantrum with my own place, not with a human. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> my poor boyfriend's like, oh my God, what's going on here? You know? And so he loved it. He's like, great. She got the walls down. You know? <laughs> but I, I actually took about a week. I had to work through the emotions of what are you showing me? What is this? Why is this? Okay. New devil, new level. I get it. And all of a sudden, I saw the depths of the pain that didn't want to come out. So, you know, when we grow and change, we can be happy for a while. And then there's something else that rises up in us. So something comes maybe from a family member or we're faced to look at something and we don't want to face it. So the pain comes in and the anger comes in and somebody's got to be the, somebody's the lashing board. I said, God, I said, there's so much pain. Give her what she requires. And that moment, this whole being just to a whole other level came right down. My heart just opened right up and there was so much love and forgiveness because I could really feel and see the pain. I had to get out of my like way for a minute. I had to go through that for a week because I couldn't, I'm like, what? it didn't make sense. Even my team was like, this doesn't make sense. I'm like, it does. There's a reason. Mm-hmm. But the reason was it brings to that other level. And when we see people lashing out, the natural reaction is let's get mad. Let's defend. Right. And that's okay for a day or two, I guess. Don't, I don't send things back to people on that. I go to my own space. Yeah. But to see and understand there's a level of pain they're not able to connect with. And you can love them through the pain and let them go if that's where they need to go. Leave the door open if they need to come back and say, and all I said was, 
this is okay. We're going to agree to disagree. I can love you through this, but you need to go on your journey. Mm-hmm. And they didn't know what to say because they were waiting for the, wah, 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 and that wasn't me. Yeah. I'm like, if you know me, that's not me. But this, this is what it is. We come, we have all been in so much pain. We've lashed out at people, every one of us. Right. Right. But it allows us to work through the pain. And right now in the world, people say there's so much pain and we will become those targets for people sometimes mm. because the separation has to go. It's not about if you belong to this organization, you're bad or good, or you belong to this. Right. And when you take all of through the Bible, you've read it. How many, you said seven times. Okay. I commend yeah. you. Okay. Well done. <laughs> well done. But, but there's so many beautiful teachings about that, about just, that forgiveness. And the one saying I say to people all the time is the most beautiful. I think the most beautiful saying ever from the Christ was bless them for they know not what they do. That's right. right. People forget this simple teaching. Mm. And if you can look at the human being and say, bless them for they know not what they do. That's that level of love that says they're in pain. They're using their BS systems. They think it's right. Yes. They're filling a void. Maybe they need power or control over another human. Yes. But if we can come to that level of love, Mm. transformation not happens only for you and I, but it happens for them. And it happens for all the other people that don't even know you had that breakthrough in the world. That's so good. That is so good. I, um, I'm going to start working with, um, on a grand scale, connected with some people to help veterans heal in the United States because I've been leading men's retreats and I have this program that I've been doing um, on a smaller scale with with guys, but we're going to take it to um, veterans across the country. And I had this call the other night and they, one thing I I gave a Ted talk and breaking the cycle of child abuse. And one word that I did not say in that talk was forgiveness. And the reason why, because I do, is because forgiveness has become a weapon. The word forgive has become a weapon. And here's the how, here's how. The abuser says to the abused or the third party aligns with the abuser passively and says, do you forgive them? If you don't forgive them, you will not be forgiven. However, the epitomology of the word love in Hebrew means uh, to give ahava is the Hebrew word for love is ahava ahava is to give so forgive like foresight foreknowledge forbearance is to love before anything yeah. happens and remember Jesus doesn't say I forgive you for you know not what you do he says father forgive them the first yeah. martyr in Acts doesn't say while he's getting stoned I forgive you. He says, Father, he's saying, call upon love to love these people before. Don't hold, because hurt people hurt people. Yes. Yes. And fear-based people control people. But loving beings liberate people and free people from the shackles and say, rise, rise, come out, come out of that, come out. It even says in the book of Revelation, come out of the great horror of Babylon. And if you look at Christianity, there's not a denomination on this planet that does not find, that does not have its roots from Rome. 100%. That's why every church you can go into, even in the, 
even you can go into JWS, LDS, you can go into even all these other, there's someone standing at a pulpit with pews. You tell me that that is not all the same system. It's yeah. the same system come out of that system. It's someone that said, I don't really like all that system. So I'm going to create a different system. That yes. that system. <laughs> yes. I was like King Henry the eighth. I don't like that because yeah, I want right. to divorce. So now we're creating a new religion. That's right. It's, it is it's come out of it all my brothers yeah. and sisters. Let, if you want to have the personal relationship with the yeah. most high God, then yeah. have a personal relationship yeah. with the most high God and let go of the form and function of corporate. This is the greatest trap is as oh. do not forsake the assembling of uh, the brothers together. Don't forsake the assembly. Well, Wherever I go, I assemble people. We're assembling right now. Exactly. But my Buddhist friends, my Hindu friends, exactly. my Jewish friends, my, I assemble with them. And we love to talk and dialogue and express and explore. That's beautiful. I always say you can connect with God on the toilet and people laugh. <laughs> They're, like, what? They're like, I can connect with God on the toilet. I'm like, you can connect with God on the toilet, on a garbage job. You don't have to be in a building oh, and you can connect wherever, great. walking down the street. Great. But they like, on the toilet. I'm like, oh yeah, you could probably have some really good asks. That's you know, right. really good conversations while you're sitting there on the toilet. <laughs> but oh, it's true. It's so and true. we don't, and there's that place of that's dismantling that if you're not in that in that building, and I think this is the most beautiful thing too. Yes, coming together is beautiful and being yes. with each other is beautiful. Yes. Whether like this way or we can actually physically be. Yes. But I say to people, get out of the fact that if you're not in that building one day a week, that's not God connection. Right. You should be connecting with God 24 seven. Yes. Saying, walking, Thank you. Living, walking. Breathing. Yes. yes. Gratitude every day. Thank you. I got up today. Thank you, God, for the beautiful skies. Thank you. Yes. I can go outside. Thank you. We can have Zoom and have a connection. Like, yes. say thank you, God, a thousand times a day. And, and when you're asking, then think. Right. Not, oh, please do. I'm like, God knows your problems. Why are you telling him your problems? That's the one thing I never got with church. I'm like, why, why do they tell you to tell God about all your problems? I'm like, God knows all our problems. Right. Right. God's saying, wake up. What, would you like me to open a door? You want something good there? Like, tell right. me the good things you want so I can open another door for you. Right. Open your eyes. Open your ears. So good. Don't tell me your problems. Oh, you know. Like. That's so good. Because what we... Where attention goes, energy flows. So if you exactly. keep staying in your problems, you're going to keep staying in your problems. <laughs> I mean, that's really the... But how many times have you heard it? People say, I'm asking God, you know, like, make that better. Make that better. Make that better. I can't be in the pain anymore. I don't want to be in the pain. And I said, mm. well, I, I get it. I used to say, like, if anybody's out there, I don't want to die. Like, I don't want to do this again. What's happening? But I said, what you're not getting is you're just complaining. Right. You're not, you're not aware and you don't have the attention there. So if you're like, God, I say, I say, I love the same. I'm like, show me a creative solution of what I could do differently to get out of this place. 99% mm. of the time people tell me when they've said that, they go, I got a phone call. Someone told me about this and this and this. Like, Guess what? I got the new job. Or I, I stopped. I put a boundary up lovingly. Or I stopped doing that behavior with my family and things yeah. got better. And I was like, yeah, because you're asking now, thanking God already, thanking for the creative solution to open your eyes to see something different or to bring the people forward to help you. Now you're aware, so you're watching for them. So then now off they come. So Rather than, oh, I just said, you know, you didn't open the door. You didn't do this. You didn't do it. Well, quick complaining. Right, right. 
Right. We're seen every day when we get up. So I'm like, you don't think. And half the time, there's so many blessings that people are leaving on the table. Right. Especially now. Like, this is going to be the greatest time to be alive as much as we got to go through the destruction, the crumbling of all the old. Yes. Get scared. Celebrate it because it's going to come to something better. Like, imagine we could get rid of all these governmental systems, which we know are going to collapse. Yes. So we can have little systems. We can have money that everyone can have access to. Poverty yes. goes away. Yes. Lack goes away. Yes. Illness changes. Like, right. innovation comes in. Like. Right. What are you guys looking at? Where it's half to be like, oh, in my house, I'm afraid. Because I'm like, that's not love. You could love through the situation and see the beauty of all the possibilities. That's right. And, and a, couple, a couple of things. I said last year, I was doing this other podcast series called The Vulnerable Hero. It was really chronicling my journey of my own healing. Yeah. And I said, I've learned to truly know when one heals is to thank everyone for the perfect role they played in our lives. Those who have caused pain and those who have caused pleasure because all people have simply played the role to make us the beings that we're to be. And if I wasn't beat so violently, I wouldn't have that the deepest compassion for people and and just love it i don't want to hurt i've never wanted to hurt a soul if i didn't you know it's all these things it's, it's and i believe in soul contracts i believe that 100%. that we had an agreement that he would be my devil and i would be you know my name means light bearer why they named me light bearer and all these weird things like i don't know why and how it all works but i know that there was an agreement and I thank him. I thank them for they did it. He's your greatest teacher. And I, I from going to the other side three times, <laughs> mm-hmm. I do this exercise with people and I'll share it. And you can do it any way you want to. But before we come down, we do have contracts. And I said, if you can go up, I always say, picture a big staircase, go back up to the heavenly realm. Go back up there before you came here. Yes. Yes. And see all the people in your life. You'll see people you haven't met yet because obviously they're still going to show up. See them all. And I said, while you're looking at them, you're going to say, you're going to actually beat the crap out of me every day. And that soul's going to look at you and go, what? No, that's your job. When we go down to earth school, they're going to beat the crap out of me every day until I learn, until I learn what I'm meant to learn. And you make the agreement. You, go, you see these places, you're going to be my mother. You're going to be my father. You're going to be my friend that's going to stab me in my back. You're going to yes. be the one that's going to kidnap me. You're going to be the one that's going to rape me. You're going to be the one that's going to hold my hand while I cry all night long. You're going to be my spouse. You're going to be, as I said, see all these people. And there's a celebration and a party because you're like, yes. And remember that when we get there, I'm going to forget that I made this agreement with you and that we made this so we could learn and grow. I'm going to forget. I'm going to hate you. I'm going to scream at you. And you see the celebration of everybody up there. And then I say, when you're done, walk out that back door and you can see like people will start crying because they're like, they get it. The heart opens. I said, go down the tunnel, come back to earth. And when you come back, say, guys, I'm going to forget all of this, but slowly my soul will remember, I'll reawaken to it. And when you come down to earth, you've forgotten. 
And then you have the understanding that that person that beat the crap out of you every day was like, well, you told me to do it. I'm doing exactly my role that I showed up because I got to help you grow. Right. And when you look at it that way, you have a better understanding that they have other things because they have another group that they went into after they met you and said, okay, these people are coming in their lives so yes. they can grow. Yes. So they pick all those pieces. But then when we see that, there's forgiveness because when we go back to the heavenly realm, this identity, you, me, we're, we're done. Look at the right. we're done. This right. is on earth. Right. We go back and we're like, high five. Great to right. see you because... Those loved ones are there. It's like they just came to do what you told them to do in your movie. That's it. That's it. That's it. And that's when we hear, well done. Like, yeah. Faithful servant. You did it. You yeah. played the role. It's so freeing on the other side. It was so hard to come back. I remember one time God said, you have to go back. You're not done. It was so loud. I couldn't even tell. You can't recreate the images that what I heard, what I said. You cannot do it on earth. There are no colors that replicate. But when I heard you got to go back for your kids, you, you're not done. Like the third time I finally was getting it, you know, and I came back and I, and seen it's, it's so peaceful. There is none of what is here, but love. So you know how hard that was to come. I came back going, I don't want to be here. Like it was so much, right? Because having that level of love. So when people are in your world and you're like, why go back up and went, all right, before I came down, I made the agreement that they would help me grow mm. to become more compassionate and more loving. Mm. That's the whole journey. It's not how much money you made and who you, what did you come the CEO of the company? That's not what it is. Right. That's right. It's a great That's exercise. Right. So cool. The light just came in by. <laughs> it was like, just like, woo. <laughs> that's cool it just lit up i'm like thank you god <laughs> oh, that's right that's right so it puts a whole new perspective on being able to understand too that why we choose these situations and how much that choice can open our hearts to be even stronger than ever before and so when somebody's struggling with why somebody did something in their life, you can actually, you can go in your meditation, spend time up there. You'll find another level of forgiveness of why those incidences happened. It's amazing. And eventually you go up enough times, the emotion leaves because you're like, I'm not angry. You come filled. Like I see people, they'll, they'll just cry and cry because there's so much forgiveness because it's like, I get it. But get it. We made the agreement, but the, the, the light switches were turned on so you could learn and then they come back on and you're like, they're not a bad person. They just agreed to do it till I got my lesson. Mm -hmm. They have other agreements and they may continue to go beat other people. And eventually they may wake up and say, I got it. Wow. I, I, I was possessed by something yeah. that was their agreement before they came down. Right. That's the generational, right? The imprinting. They say we want it. So a lot of people don't get this. I don't know if you know this, but when generational things show up in families, it's imprinting. And there's always one person in the family. We call them the lawn. I call them the laundry cleaner. And eventually they get tired of doing everyone's laundry. Mm. They come in with enough awareness and enough love and compassion and say, I'm going to be the one that's going to show up weird in my family. 
I'm not going to agree with what they say. I'll take the worst beatings and the worst trouble, but I'm going to stop this cycle in the family so my children and my grandchildren don't have to go through it. And that's what you did. You came in as a laundry cleaner and you declared, I will show up because I have enough wisdom and knowledge to stop the imprinting from being passed from generation to generation. So this agreement you made, you did it. You did it. You've just changed the whole imprinting from your children to your grandchildren. And I've seen it in your kids, the joy, the love, your family, your wife. Like, you did it. You broke the chain. If that is not, I got chills, ultimate God love, I don't know what is. You did it. Thank you, sister. Thank you. You're welcome. I, I telling these people for the veterans, I said that the greatest statement that anyone could make is the pain stops with me. Yeah. It will not pass. We become the Gandalf of our generational curses to say no more. It will not pass. It will not. Yeah. I am. Um, I blew my family structure up. I blew it up and I wanted to save it. I wanted, I did everything I could to try to save everyone. And I, I it was to the detriment of my own. Yeah. I couldn't be on this earth anymore under that structure. And, and uh, it's been, it's been a four year journey yeah. and it's been intense and it's been beautiful and it's been amazing. And it sucks sometimes. And it sucks sometimes. Yeah. That's the beauty of it because you've chosen and you've chosen. And when we choose this, I know I started my journey 17 years ago, so I get it. When we choose this, what people forget, it's not an easy path, but it is the best, most rewarding path because when you came down, God gave you all the tools, equipped you with everything. And when people really realize what you and I have gone through in that, the blessings, and you will see it in your children every day. My children are 23 and 25 because I'm only 19, you know. They came before <laughs> me. <Yeah. laughs> I'm de-aging. Yeah. Um, but they, they have their own some things they need to work through, but they love they show up mm. and they have not endured any of the trauma mm. that I endured. And your kids will go through the same thing. And when you see them as young adults and you see they still have their things to go through, their yeah. people, yeah. but you're like, wow, you know, the conversations that we have with our children that I couldn't have with my parents, yeah. you know, like, I no, I I still couldn't have that with my dad. My my dad moved his girlfriend in and kicked us out in the middle of the night. We weren't worthy enough to be there. Like, see you later. Go to a shelter. Go live on welfare. Goodbye. You know, like the imprinting and the messaging and where that lives to more trauma. And I say, and I look at my kids and I'm like, wow, they don't know what any of that is. Now they other things. Yeah, yeah. But conversations and I'm feeling this way and mm. you know, can express and love and love and love. And so what we're teaching them is that ripple effect. Mm. 
Mm, so it's a ripple effect of so much beauty. So you showed up. You said, I will take the reins in this family so this abuse cycle stops. Yes. And that's beautiful. And like you were talking about with, with people that have gone to war and the trauma and the veterans that I know, and it, you know, that's a, we can have a whole other conversation on that, um, things going on. But they've been through so much and forgotten about at the same time and forgot really what their, their purpose was. And a lot of times with war, I want to say this because it, maybe it'll help too. It's very hard for a soul to reconcile, although we've shown up and we've gone and we've seen destruction. But if you put a gun in your hand and a gun in my hand and tell, and they tell us we have to go shoot each other when I'm looking at you, like, I don't know you and I've never met you. So we just pull up on the battlefield. You're just killing someone because someone in an office told you to. Like, think about this energetically, what goes through a body where you and I would be like probably putting the guns down and running away. Like, we're like, what are we doing? Like, let, can we help? So the amount of that trauma on the body and is, is so deep because we are born to love. We're not born to hate. We're not born. We're taught that through societal imprints but those imprints are coming to an end after twenty five thousand years thank god yes. it's gonna take some time but they're yes. coming yes but and it's not gonna happen tomorrow so people listening don't get all excited it's still gonna take <laughs> a lot of pain to go through it but it's happening yes but just imagine that kind of trauma that sits in the body because mm. on our souls we are we're we're love that's what we are yes yeah. So when you're forced to put a gun in your hand and blow people up, you don't know, and you see little children and you've lost things and then you come back and the people that sent you there don't even care. Think about that level of trauma mm. that they're not addressing. What I told, uh, what I told these people, um, and these are pretty high. They're, they're in the, the healing of the veteran world. Yeah. Um, but I said, imagine giving the mission of veterans. If you, they swear in the United States, they swear an oath to defend all enemies of the United States or and defend the constitution of all enemies, both foreign and domestic. If you said to them, you still have an enemy to defeat and that is trauma. Yeah. Could you imagine our veterans being the greatest healers to say? 100%. I mean, that would flood Mm -hmm. flood the earth talk about another flood that would flood the earth with love when the most yeah. traumatized say yeah. crack it open and let let us all heal yeah <sighs> says yeah. i oh <sighs> so much beauty talking to you i'm so thankful we're talking i want to do let's um <laughs> talk about a million things let's, so let's go into the cycles the 90 you said 90 years i've always talked about the 80 year yes. I, I said it was always 80 but maybe it's 90 where and well, everyone listening if you think 80 years ago was world war ii 80 years before that was the american civil war 80 years before that yeah, was yeah. the american revolution 80 years for that was the first slave revolt in the in yes. the um and the spanish the, blue yes yes yeah i mean it's just wild i always like so i through research, because I love to research, I always see, th I see feelings here, but then like God's always giving me these messages, but then I go research because so I like to check too. Sometimes I'm like, okay, am I, sometimes I ask myself, is that a little crazy? Uh, let me go read some research and I'll find something, but not a lot. I was actually talking about this earlier today and there's a great, um, 
There's a great book called The Fourth Turning. I don't yeah, The Fourth Turning. Yeah. You got it? Okay, it. so you yes. got it. Yes. So you know how with the cycles that are that are talked about with the disruptions and then, you know, so I was I wrote it here earlier because I had it on my desk. So it's if people don't know, spark disruption, collapse, climax, and new beginnings. Mm. And we're right at the beginning right now. We're right in spark. So like you talk about the civil wars and the Spanish, these were sparks that happened to create a new reality because what we've been living in, it's got to change these systems. But what is different I see about this one and the messages that I got and God's like, look at this differently because for 25,000 years plus could be a lot longer, but in that bracket, the earth has been more, walked on by humanity that had more greed, more control, more power in all of our systems, right? Slavery existed in so many levels. We're playing kings and queens still today. It's just country to politician to politician, rules, regulations, all of that. Right. That reign, and you know how even in the Bible talk about end times and stuff, that reign is coming to an end now. Yeah. And this is why the spark so however it happens whatever it's out there you whatever it's just there yeah right but we're going into the disruption to say people wake up like we were saying and say we know our our government systems don't work anymore our banking systems don't work anymore our school systems don't work anymore like why do we got kids having to go with metal detectors why do we have kids in poverty and lack why do we have nowhere like doesn't work i said state of washington next year teaching kindergartners how to put a condom on i mean vile to the highest degree no so i mean yes the school systems are okay that almost made me want to throw up so i'll just move that out and i'll do some very wow yeah this is and that's all dark draconian energy it's enemy spirit what any people want to and that's what's been running the planet and there was a point where that rain you can see it and even when i pray and I meditate and I ask, you can see it's coming, but we're, we have to just, we have to dismantle it. Mm. So this is part of the dismantling and we got to make sure that none of us are sitting in the fear and understanding. So the collapse will be that it, it's like, a, I always see it. God always shows me like a crater, but it's a collapse of systems. So yeah, the financial system did it collapse many times. It has. It's going to do it again. So is the government structure. But imagine pockets of government. Mm. So meaning no government, pockets of people like you and I in different places, lots of different people just helping. What does this community need? Better water? Yes. Oh, we, we can do that. Yes. Be held to the highest degree of integrity. Mm. Not, oh, so, like where I live. The rule, the leader of our country. Oh my God, he royally rips people off and goes, "Oh, I'm sorry, I learned my lesson." Mm-hmm. And people go, "Oh, he has nice hair." I'm like, "He's lied, che- cheated, and stole from you, but yes. he has nice hair." And gone, gone, constantly. Now he's going back to court again. Oh, I stole here. Oh, I'm sorry. It doesn't work. That is not being held in the highest accountability, and it never has been in kings and queen days. I'll just kill you to take the gold. I'm going to kill you to take the land. Right. So people understand that dismantling is happening right now. You can get excited about what God's doing, which is what if everyone has the ability to create and live with good food and good water and communities helping each other? 
not you live over there and they live over there and nobody knows their neighbor and that doesn't work. And like you said, school, like that's, that's, I'm sorry, but that's the most disgusting thing I've heard in a long time. I'm, I'm sorry. Disgusting. I didn't mean, I'm actually. No, no, no. That's okay. I'm glad I'm you shared you it. That, because, that's as vile as it's getting. But I'm glad you shared it because the awareness, thank you, allows us to put prayers, intentions, yes. clear. So the energy can be shown that it doesn't have to go there because a child's job in kindergarten is to play and have fun and laugh and throw balls and, you know, play volleyball and go play sports and love their friends and give them hugs and love their parents and go eat ice cream and Cheerios and, you know, whatever makes you feel good. That's a child's job. And we're taking for part of this destruction is being children has been ripped away. So this collapse is, I thank God every day it's happening. I'm like, thank you. Because the blessing is, yes, it is going to look like a little bit of carnage. But out of those carnages, we know blessings come. Out of your abuse, out of my kidnapping, what we got blessings. Yes, yes. This is a world blessing. Like kids in Africa maybe don't have to be worried anymore about being kidnapped and holding guns to go get diamonds and being poor living in huts because their people are being kept like that. They can have food. They can have shelter. They can have people helping. And the division, we don't need to have all these countries. Why can't we just live on earth? Right. Right. Who created that? Man, not God. God created earth. Yes. Earth was meant for all of us to be free, to roam around, to learn about the different lands and the different people. Yes. Yes. That's what God wanted us to do. So this, that collapse, we're kind of, I always see it as we're just entering number two, which is disruption. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 2016 was probably the spark. Yeah. Or when, when do you think that spark started? Well, it exploded with the virus. Obviously that's when it exploded this year, but I actually started to see the spark more happen as much as they say, you know, it takes four or five years to go through it. I really started seeing it happen more after 2008. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it was trying to like make that change and adjustment then. Right. Mm. It was really trying, but the world wasn't quite ready. They weren't quite awake enough to be ready for that big. So that's why 2020 has always been deemed as the big awakening and the mass exodus. So the people that don't want to go through the big change have freedom of choice to leave right now and go back to the heavenly realms. Hmm. But you could see it was starting and then that pushed up and then you're right. Like every year it got stronger and stronger. And then this was the final, let's rip the bandaid off. Right. You know, that was the explosion. I was, um, I've had, I don't know if you've seen the great awakening map, um, but I've had the creator of that on a few times and, and I was reading, um, this is, this is wild. Okay. I'm going to read you something that's really wild. Um, in the King James Bible, it's the only one. And it, by the way, I've said this a million times. I want to say it again. It was never called the King James Bible when it was written. It was called the authorized version. It was written at fifth grade reading level for 11 year olds. Just put that into perspective of how far we have declined in our cognitive ability, not increased our like evolutionary, like we, this King James Bible. Now they're writing for kindergartners. 11 year olds. Yes, exactly. Um, But it says in 
A moment. This is First uh, Corinthians fifteen fifty two. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, for the trumpet shall sound, and the dead shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. And I read this to, mm-hmm. and, and remember, Jesus tells Peter, uh, "Thou art Peter, and upon this rock I shall build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against thee. Not the kingdom of hell, not the power of hell, not mm-hmm. the person of hell, not the ruler of hell, not the king of hell, not the the gates, the gates. of hell shall not prevail against thee." And I read this to the Great Awakening map. He's a yogi and, and a really beautiful soul, and he said, "Trumpet." He said, "Read that again." He's like, "Trumpets, Trump." Pence, and I'm like, okay, you. If you're not having fun right now, <laughs> looking at all this, playing with all this, it is. If you're caught into like the political, like I'm, a, I don't know what the parties are yeah. in Canada, but it's like yeah. the states is like Democrat, Republican, Democrat, Republican, Trump bad, uh, anyone but Trump good, everyone but Trump good, uh, Q, uh, savior of the world, uh, you know, conspiracy, all these things, like. How about step out of it and just enjoy the whole yeah. thing because it's so fascinating. The Bible says that the last Trump can't we'll make get, this stuff up. Trump will get a trumpet. You know, it's funny you brought that up. I shared I shared that with somebody before your last election. Mm. And they said, so you, you think? I said, uh, yeah. You watch what God's going to do. I said, one thing you got to understand, God doesn't work through the people you think he's always going to work through. And I said, you got to have a wild card. And it's one thing, if you understand, I said, in all politics around the world, if people have to understand, they all play for the same team and they're playing for the same person. They just want you to pretend you're voting for something different. That's right. Yes. And the reason that is so powerful, that passage is because I said it's so powerful. So I say this the right way because so people can just sort of digest that. Is because the trumpet to the trump doesn't play on either side, so it's a wild card. Mm. It's a wild card, and sometimes when the trumpets start getting really loud, the other sides have to do everything to dim that sound. And a lot of times, no different than you and I, were challenged with crazy people. It didn't mean they were bad. It was there to create change for us. So people could have fun and understand that there's a lot of things going on. And if you really get right, I would say get right with the God of your understanding, whatever that is for you, how that looks, Mm -hmm. get right with God more than ever now. Yes. Yes. And you'll hear the truth for you. Yes. That's right. And don't let media sway you mm. because this is true. And this was even, I've seen this in prophecies like back to 2006, mm. what you just read. And people kept saying, that's crazy. But I said, you know what? There are little signs everywhere. Be ready to listen. Yes. And you needed to have, for the world to change, we can't have the same, 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 same. But that scares people. That's right. And it's when you're in fear, surrender. you're not to God. 
takes surrender. It takes trust. I want to say to, to if, if you're still on this journey and we'll wrap in just a moment, but yeah. for my Christian brothers and sisters who say the only way to, to God is through Jesus, I will say yes. And when Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life, no one comes to the father except by me. Yeah. New Bible versions. And I don't want to attack and it's not a, but there's a distinct word there. King James Bible says by me. The other Bible say through me. Now, if you are by Jesus, then he's saying, emulate me. Mm -hmm. I and my father are one. You and your father be one. But if you change that word by to through, that creates the idolatry Mm -hmm. that we see today. And that is where the control and these simple words and, and to my Jehovah Witness brothers, I don't know if I have anyone, brothers and sisters listening, but your Bible says in, in John one, um, in the beginning was the word, the word was with God. The word was a God versus what it says in the beginning was the word, the word was with God. The word was God. Yeah. That little a, these little subtle changes create massive change in our perception. And what I would say to everyone is what you just said is find the God of your understanding is it's so beautiful in that the model was laid before us mm-hmm. to be in love, to walk in love, to speak in love, to breathe in love, to live in love. And love never takes one thing from us. It only gives, gives, gives. And it fills us up like a balloon where we rise and we can see the ascend is in love, the ascent is not in fear, control, bracing, holding on to, pr- praying like <laughs> guns and gold. <laughs> like it's so good. It's we yeah. ascend in love. That's it. It is, and everything else. I always say, look at it from a different. Just ask for a new perspective. And if you're mm. struggling, I I love. I always say, and you can take it any way you want. But I say, thank you, God, for showing me a new perspective. Mm. And by sitting in that, you will see that, like the simple words you say, words are power. Yes. That you'll start to see where the enemy spirit has been creating. Mm. And you don't want to get caught in there. Right. right. It's like the word diversification, inclusion. Diversification <laughs> means division, guys. Right. If you want people to love each other, you right. don't use that word. You say we are inclusive of all. Yes. Because we love all of you. That's right. But the trickery is well, we're all about diversification and inclusion. Governments do this a lot. They do it up here too because it's yes. very weird. Yeah. I'm like, so you're basically telling people we want you to divide, but we'll pretend you think inclusion. So it's like what you're saying. Right. God is about all included. That's right. No separation. And that is why people don't like the word all lives matter because Mm. all lives matter means there's no separation. We're acknowledging that you and I are vessels of love and we are connected no matter where we are on the planet. Mm. That's right. And if we can remember that, because when we start saying, I'm this religion, I'm this color, I'm this job, and we pull all these identities in, we're creating an identity of division Mm. and separation, not just I'm a being of love who wants to love you and love you, and we're all beings of love. 
which is inclusion and which is oneness, which is what God is all about. You are so beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. You're so beautiful, sister. Just back at you. It takes one to know one. It's, it's, thank you. You know what? It's been to sit here and to, to share that amount of love and understanding. I can't thank you enough because mm. these are the kind of chills. These are the kind of conversations. I was chills. I would say spirit of truth. Mm. That's when God's like, pay attention. <laughs> Goosebumps, pay attention. That one person that listens to this today, that's all it takes is one person where they're going to say, I can love more today because you and I chose to show up to love each other and to love the planet. And if one person listens to this today and takes it away, and if you're that one person listening, you've just made a difference in hundreds of thousands of people's lives around the world. That's an amen God moment. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for everyone listening. This, this is like a year in the making, maybe longer where Tracy and I first got connected. And then um, I'm not sure how I dropped the ball and I, you posted something. I don't even remember what it was. And I was like, wait, I was supposed to you made a post and it was interesting because I was I went on my my Instagram. I haven't been on that often. Like I'm not the regular poster. I, I love I'm in service. I do what I can, guys. I be in social media. Maybe that's what happens when you're like almost fifty. You're like, I don't know. I I still grasping it, you know? Wait a minute, twenty nine, right? Okay. So <laughs> I always my joke. But yeah, you posted this beautiful picture of your family and it was so beautiful and it popped up right away. I'm like, oh my gosh, yes, because you were busy, I was busy, you're transitioning, I was transitioning. Yes. And I liked it. I said, this is so beautiful. We need to connect because yes. God was just like, make sure, and it was so strong. Mm -hmm. And that's where people need to listen. Like, you know, we've been able to connect and, and share in this love for all of humanity because yes. the time was right. It wasn't right then. But look at what's going on in the world. The world needs to hear this. Yes. yes. So God did perfect divine timing. Perfect. Because everything God does is perfect. That's right. That's right. We can't forget that in the darkest days, it's perfect. Mm. And we may feel like you're walking through some of the darkest days because they're coming, they're here, they're just beginning. But remember, it's perfect. Mm. Because we're in, I would say, that hand of God. God has a planet. We have not forgotten. Yes. So you got to trust. I, my favorite saying, I would say, trust, no, believe. Trust, no, believe. Mm. There is something bigger out there than you and I. To you and me, it's the God of our understanding. Trust, no, believe in what you cannot see. It's perfect. Tracy, thank you. <sighs> thank you. Thank you. Brothers and sisters, thank you for listening. I ask you to share this podcast, like it, subscribe, rate it, give me a positive review. It helps the algorithm pop up so more people can see and hear these messages. Look, you could say, well, I don't agree. I don't believe. I 
there's not a human being on planet Earth that agrees and believes the exact same things, even if it was possible to map out all beliefs. Just like our retinas are different. There's not a person on planet Earth with the same retina. And there's not a person on planet Earth with the same fingerprint. Our beliefs are different. And it's not about consensus of belief. It's about receiving love. And whatever anger, vitriol, judgment, fear, control, worry is hindering you from love, that is the, that is the road sign for you to go into that and heal it to open up, to crack open your heart wide and receive love. This is not some esoteric truth. This is literally how nature, the universe operates. Brothers and sisters, it's time. I'm so excited to bring, I have, <laughs> I have a lot of episodes that are powerful, that are coming out very soon. And just thank you for being on this ride with me. If you are needing personal coaching, if you need support, I coach people every on a journey. I have an eight-step program. We walk people through. I do group coaching and I do individual coaching. If you need support, whoever's listening right now, wherever you are around the world, if you need support, reach out to me. You can go to my website, lucasmack.com. You can reach out through Instagram. Waste not another moment in fear. Waste not another moment in anger. Waste not another moment taking a side. Choose life. Choose love. Choose truth. Choose freedom. Choose healing. Healing, healing, healing. For when we heal, it creates the unity. When we heal, it creates the peace. When we heal, that's when we get to experience all the majesty of what I have behind me. If you're watching on video, love, joy, peace, long suffering, goodness, gentleness, faith, temperance, and meekness. When you heal, you get to experience what you've always been searching for from the very beginning. And for those of you who have gone through abuse, sexual abuse, molestations, physical beatings, verbal abuse, emotional abuse, spiritual abuse, any form of abuse that has minimized your sovereignty, that has stripped away your, what you perceive stripped away your innocence, none of that has ever touched your divine soul. And it is time for you to wake up to that truth and wake up to the fact that God loves you, has always loved you, and cannot not love you. Brothers and sisters, I'm with you. I love you. Blessings to you all. And I'll talk to you on the next episode. Thank you, brothers and sisters, for listening. For support in your journey, go to my website, lucasmack.com.